0: Hello, and welcome to Babe Cave. I am Amanda Pollock, and this is the imposter episode. So I am working through my first book, and as I've been editing drafts, I noticed a theme. (laughs) I noticed uh, how many times throughout my life that I've been afraid of being found out. I would say that I've lived much of my life being terrified of being called a fraud, and of course, I thought that it was just me, and then that must mean that the voices were true. So years ago, I read Stephen Pressfield's The War of Art, and the one- part of the book that struck me the most, even though the whole thing is incredible, uh, is this one quote in which he says, if you find yourself asking yourself and your friends, am I really a writer? Am I really an artist? Chances are you are. The counterfeit innovator is wildly self-confident. The real one is scared to death. I think when I read that portion, I let out a huge sigh of relief because it was the first time someone put into words the thing that I was the most afraid of. And they told me that it was okay. Because if you read interviews with like most actors or creators, you'll often hear stories of how even when they're successful, they're still so afraid of people figuring out that they're not as talented as they've convinced people they are. Uh, Maya Angelou once said that I've written 11 books, but each time I think, uh uh-oh, they're going to find me out now. I've run a game on everybody and they're going to find me out. I I think the first time I really felt that was when I moved to LA somehow I had it in my head that I would be among the best and the brightest in classes and elsewhere like if people were moving to a city for work they had to be good right I mean I don't know I think I think you just expect that when you move to a city that's known for something you know any kind of industry if you're in anyway so, The truth is is that it's so not true that it's not even funny, except that I'm just thinking about some of the really terrible shows I've seen and have been a part of, and the thought that someone in the audience would sit there and think that those people on stage have something that I don't is is funny, (laughs) because I remember calling Second City before I signed up for classes, and asking what their definition of a professional actor was because they had two intro improv tracks and one was for actors and one was for non-actors. So in my head, it had to be people for the actors one uh, who were in the Screen Actors Guild and had agents. And it wouldn't be like little old me who only had like recently had their first paid theater gig. But it was. And looking back, I can't even believe that I was doubting myself so much that When I can absolutely still know why I did. Because for some reason, those of us who doubt ourselves are waiting for a sign-off from someone, like anyone, that we've arrived. But it never comes. Because no matter how long you've done something, um, and even if you've won some kind of major award, you're still seeking validation, like you may have told, been told last year that you're a great artist, but no one has said that to you in eight months. So, do you really still have it? Like us imposters, love to play that game. You're only as good as your last project, right? Or the last rave rave review you've received. Uh, but what? But what about the people who seem to show up on stage in life without doubts? Because I believe that everyone has a certain amount of doubts. Scrub through most interviews with successful people and they still doubt their talents. But the one thing that they all do is that they have the audacity to show up. They could be scared shitless, but they still sit down and do the work. They don't let the fear settle in. And the more and more that you work and meet people and start to hear their authentic stories, you'll discover the ugly truth. We're all imposters. No one has anything all figured out. We're all just pretending. Pretty much everyone is just making things up as we go along. So that begs the question, if we're all just faking it, why are we afraid of someone else who is also an imposter? So as you mull on that, I'm going to also leave you with this uh, quote by author Neil Gammon. And he said that, uh, some years ago, I was lucky enough. Uh, I was lucky enough invited to a gathering of great and good people, artists and scientists, writers and discoverers of things. And I felt that at any moment they would realize that I didn't qualify to be there. Among these people who had really done things, uh, on my second or third night there, I was standing at the back of the hall while a musical entertainment happened, and I started talking to a very nice, polite elderly gentleman about several things including our shared first name and then he pointed to the hall of people and said words to the effect of I just look at all of these people and I think what the heck am I doing here they've made amazing things I just went where I was sent and I said yes but you were the first man on the moon I think that counts for something and I felt a little bit better Because if Neil Armstrong felt like an imposter, maybe everyone did. Maybe there weren't any grown-ups, only people who had worked hard and also got lucky and were slightly out of their depth, all of us doing the best job we could, which is all we can really hope for. So, we are all imposters and just trying to pretend that we're grown-ups who know what we're doing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I want you to hop on over to amandapollock.com and let me know how you're dealing with your imposter syndrome. Where do you feel like you're out of your depth? Where do you feel like uh, you don't belong? And then how can we change that? And, And once you hop on over to the website, I also have a free gift for you over there. But thank you so much, friend, for listening. And I can't wait to be with you next week.